Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we will be discussing Batman the Movie. The first ever feature-length Batman film that just so happened to have taken place within the 1966 universe, hence the reason why we're talking about it here. Uh, In this film, the Penguin, the Joker, the Riddler, and Catwoman all team up for a criminal conspiracy of global implications. And Batman and Robin must stop them, as they always do, because that's kind of the whole point of this show. Now, I'm going to be honest, right from the moment we started this inaugural season of the television archive with Batman 1966, I have been eagerly awaiting the opportunity to talk about Batman the movie. I was sitting through season one, really enjoying it because it's very, very good. But I was sitting there thinking, man, I can't wait for Batman the movie to come around. I can't wait to finally talk about Batman the movie because I have a profound connection to this film. Fun fact, this is the first major exposure I had to Batman growing up. Or at least, I'm pretty sure. Maybe there was some random cartoon before it that I didn't care about. But this was my first significant exposure to the character of Batman in my childhood. And I loved it. Like, I loved this film in my childhood. I loved this film in my youth. And... I still really, really like it today. It still holds up 100%. This is a very, very good movie. Uh, Definitely a fantastic film version of that brilliant series. Like, this film is a perfect translation from the small screen to the big screen. It feels... Exactly like the television series in pretty much every possible respect. And look, I've I've watched this film at least a couple dozen times. I will probably watch it at least a couple dozen more before I die. But I appreciate this aspect of it more and more and more every time I watch it. They remained so consistent between the series and the film. They remained so freaking consistent across this movie remains so true to the actual television series. It kind of feels like it could have been this big four-night event in the series itself, which is both this film's greatest strength and its greatest weakness because it's so it's sometimes it's so close. That you're left wondering, well, why is this even a movie? Why wasn't this just a big television event? But whatever, that's arbitrary as all hell. The fact that they kept this so close, the fact that it looks so similar and feels so similar, really helps this movie, really elevates this film in so many ways. Now... Obviously, I've already talked about the Joker extensively. I've already talked about the Penguin extensively. I've already talked about the Riddler extensively. I've already talked about Catwoman extensively. They've all had plenty of arcs to shine. 
We've had an entire season to really acclimate to every single one of them. But to see them all on screen together, to see every single one of them team up, and to see all of their personalities clash, it is so fantastic. It is so freaking delightful. Because all four of them are so unique. All four of them are so dynamic and so... And such powerhouses on their own. And when you see them together, when you see them complement each other and clash against each other, it's so freaking cool and it makes this phenomenal antagonistic entity. It makes this phenomenal dynamic among the film's villains. And I also love how they kind of call each other out on their bullshit. Like... You can see throughout this entire film, like, everyone's annoyed with the Joker because he's just this ridiculous cartoon character. The Riddler has his obsession with riddles and tipping Batman and Robin off to what they're going to do next. And there's one scene where it's very clear people have had enough of that, where it's just like, don't do that. That is the dumbest thing you can do in this scenario. Do not send riddles. <laughs> do not tip them off as to what we're going to do next. That is the dumbest thing you could do. Uh, Catwoman is bossing everyone around, using her feminine whatever. And annoying everybody with that. Uh, the Penguin has his little quirks that annoy everybody. Everyone's annoyed with each other. And they all call each other out on their bullshit. And it makes this phenomenal like every time it cuts to the four of them together this film is amazing this film is the greatest thing ever i love it and it's worth mentioning lee merriweather as catwoman because caesar romero is still there burgess meredith is still there frank gorshin is still there all of them were able to do the film but for whatever reason julie newmar just didn't julie newmar just couldn't do the movie uh so they got lee merriweather in as Catwoman for this one performance. And she's great. She's an amazing Catwoman. She gives such a fantastic performance in this film. And I love her every second she's on screen. Uh, definitely worth mentioning. And here's the thing. She is so close to Julie Newmar. In how she portrays this character. You could tell that. The makers of this film really didn't want too much of a disconnect within the viewer because of the recasting. So they just told Lee Merriweather, hey, stick as close to Julie Newmar as possible. And Merriweather did that very, very well, while at the same time putting her own stamp on it, while at the same time being her own Catwoman. It's really, really astounding how she walked that fine line while making this movie. It's fantastic. And of course, technically speaking, this is a Riddler episode. Technically speaking, this film is a quarter of a Riddler episode. So, gotta take a moment to talk about the Riddler riddles. As everyone pretty much knows very, very well by now. I love the Riddler riddles. The Riddler riddles are my favorite aspect of this series. They're so dumb. They're so absurd. I love talking about them. I love laughing at them. They're they're so freaking good. <laughs> they're always so delightful. And actually, the Batman the Movie riddles, because I've watched this film so many times in my life, I know these riddles like the back of my hand. Like, I'm able to call out the answers because I just know them off the top of my head. So this should be good. Uh, the first two riddles are linked. Actually, they're all in Crypts of Two this episode. Or this film, rather. Uh, the first one. What does a turkey do when it flies upside down? It gobbles up. <laughs> gobbles up. That's something. 
Uh, and the second one in this, what weighs six ounces, sits in a tree, and is very dangerous? A sparrow with a machine gun! <laughs> Gun. <laughs> Why a sparrow with the friggin' <laughs> That is so specific A sparrow with a machine gun <laughs> That is probably my favorite answer to any riddle in all of Batman 1966, a sparrow with a machine gun. And the way these riddles link, uh, it was already confirmed that Penguin was involved because of the pre-atomic sub being rented out to a PN-Gwyn. Uh, and those riddles were in the form of a joke, so Riddler and Joker are involved. And what these two link to... What gobbles up a sparrow in a tree? A cat! So clearly Catwoman's involved too! <gasps> so yeah, that's a thing. Uh, next two also are linked. Uh, what has yellow skin and rights? A ballpoint banana! <laughs> A ballpoint banana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and what people are always in a hurry? Russian people. <laughs> uh, that was more of a joke than a riddle in all honesty, but whatever. It was freaking good. <laughs> Honestly, I find ballpoint banana more absurd and hilarious. Uh, but the way those two link together, someone Russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly that's what they mean. Nothing else. <laughs> Uh, and the Russian thing referring to Miss Kitka, uh, Catwoman's alter ego from the Moscow Bugle, uh, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Ballpoint banana. And then the last two riddles, what goes up white and comes down yellow and white? An egg. That was actually fairly simple. On uh, the second one, how do you divide 17 apples among 16 people? Make applesauce. Apples to applesauce, the unification of everything, and an egg, the container, a, a, a container of all our hopes and dreams for the future. United World Organization, Security Council. Clearly, that's what they mean. Clearly, what that's what an egg and applesauce translate to. <laughs> so those are the riddles. Now, let's go into a breakdown of the events of this film. And I'll try to move quickly because we're already like 13 minutes into this. So the movie opens... Uh, Bruce and Dick are called back to Wayne Manor in order to save a yacht carrying Commodore Schmidtlap and his latest invention from Big Ben Distilleries. So, like, they go back to Wayne Manor, they spring into action. Oh, wait, that's not in this movie. Oh. Anyway, uh, they go from the Batmobile to the Batcopter. And they're flying over the city. Everyone's waving to them from the ground. It's this big, feel-good opening scene. 
And then they go over to the yacht. Batman gets on the clearly marked bat ladder. Which, by the way, I love that. Like, I love how everything is clearly marked in the 1960s series in general. But my favorite instance of that is just the hanging label bat ladder off the bat ladder. <laughs> like, just, why? Why is that necessary? <laughs> uh, but Batman goes down the ladder in hopes of boarding the yacht. But the yacht disappears! And Batman goes into the ocean, and he gets pulled out, but there's a shark on his leg. And it's the most fake-looking shark I've ever seen. <laughs> this shark is not at all convincing. And it's just pulling on his leg. Really not even pulling on his leg. It's just kind of there. It's just kind of there on his leg, and Batman punches it occasionally. Uh, Robin has to come down with the shark-repellent bat spray. Batman uh, sprays the shark with the shark repellent bat spray, and it immediately leaves. Not sure that's actually how that stuff works, but whatever. Uh, it goes down into the ocean, where it explodes! Okay, that's totally not overkill in any way. I, I, see, I mean, I feel like Batman getting eaten by a shark would be enough of a death trap would be enough of a sure thing to just be like, yeah, okay, we're good. But did the shark really have to explode? Did it really have to blow up in the ocean? Was that really necessary? Uh, but whatever. We then cut to Commissioner Gordon's office, uh, where a press conference is being held. People are asking questions. Batman's like, that's nothing to worry about. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. We're good. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Nothing's wrong. There's no criminal conspiracy that's going to reach across the entire globe. <laughs> that's that's crazy talk. What? Why would you even think that? <laughs> you write any of this, I'll fucking kill you. Uh, <laughs> they're having this press conference, and then Miss Kitka comes along and is like, "Can you take off your mask so I can get a better picture?" And Batman and Robin are like, "No." No, we're not doing that. You're an idiot. Why would you ask that? Go away. Jesus. And then they end the press conference. It's over. So now uh, Batman, Robin, Gordon, O'Hara are all in the office privately. And, of course, Batman immediately drops that there's nothing wrong straight. And it's like, holy shit. Holy fuck. Fucking shit. Shit's going down. It's all bad. There's a criminal conspiracy that'll implicate the entire planet. Oh my god. Everything's... Everything's... Oh, shit. Uh, they're like, okay, uh, what super criminals are at large right now? Uh, they put up a TV roundup thing. And it's uh, the Penguin, the Joker, the Riddler, Catwoman. They're all out of prison. And Gordon's like, all right, could be any one of them. But which one? Which ones? And then they piece all of this together. <sighs> Exploding... Shark for the penguin. It happened at sea. Sea for Catwoman. The exploding shark was pulling my leg. All adds up to a sinister riddle. Riddler. So they're all they're all working together, clearly. <laughs> Airtight. Airtight investigative work. So Batman and Robin, freaking out, go to the Batcave. They haven't a moment to lose. 
And then there's a whole thing. They cut to freaking Kitka revealed to be Catwoman. And the criminal underworld, United Criminal Underworld, is above a freaking bar. And they're they're annoyed with each other. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Batman and Robin piece together that uh, the yacht was a mirage. A projection from a tricky projection buoy out at sea. Uh, they go to the buoy to investigate it. Meanwhile, Penguin, Riddler, Joker, Catwoman are all in a submarine underneath the buoy waiting for them. Uh, they begin their investigation. Uh, there's no fingerprints, but there is like a gigantic lens. A comically gigantic lens. And then Penguin activates uh, the Penguin Magnet in the tricky buoy. And they're trapped they're trapped by the magnetic objects in their utility belt. And then they fire torpedoes at them. Batman manages to get out uh, his radio transmitter thing and bl- puts out a jamming a jamming signal to blow up the torpedoes before they get to them. They do this successfully with two, but then the batteries die. So this torpedo's getting through, and it looks to kill Batman and Robin, but no. Off-screen, a porpoise shields them from the blast. A porpoise jumps against the torpedo. And gives its life for Batman and Robin. All of this off screen. (laughs) Why? (laughs) What a cop out. (laughs) What a hilarious cop out. (laughs) So they managed to get away from the tricky buoys somehow. They really don't figure that out, how they get free of the magnet. They really don't ever explain that. Uh, but they're they're out of the bat boat, back in the Batmobile. Uh, they call the Pentagon and find out a pre-atomic submarine was given to a P.N. Gwyn who didn't even leave his full address, just a P.O. box number. Idiot! Freaking idiot! So, they know Penguin's involved, and then the riddles in the form of a joke show up, so Riddler and Joker, and then those riddles are solved, and it points to Catwoman, so all four of them are working together. Their worst fears have been realized. And Batman's like, they've teamed up to take over. And everyone around the room guesses, uh, the, the city? Batman's like, No, any two of them would do that. The country? With three, I'd say yes. But with four, their minimum objective must be the entire world. (laughs) Their minimum objective. Four super criminals get together not to make the stuff they've already failed at easier, but to conquer the world. That's their minimum objective, clearly. What would be their maximum objective? The friggin' universe? <laughs> could could they possibly be taking over the universe? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Just... Just why? <laughs> and uh, it does cut back to the United Underworld. Uh, where their plan is made clear. They do plan on targeting the United World Organization Security Council. Uh, so kind of conquering the world, but not really. <laughs> uh the whole thing, it's gotten so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it was always dumb, re- dumb really. Uh, and then, 
They had to plan. They'll play all their trumps in one hand and they'll do it right here. Uh, they plan on using Joker's jack-in-the-box thing uh, that'll propel Batman Robin right into the arms of penguins exploding octopus. <laughs> if if you're not clear by now, I'm mocking the Riddler at this point. Uh, <laughs> the trigger, one of my riddles, of course, and the bait... Catwoman, disguised as Miss Kitka. Uh, yeah, uh, Catwoman's gonna be Kitka and lure Bruce Wayne into a trap, into a kidnapping trap, and Batman's gonna save Bruce Wayne, obviously. What they don't know is Bruce Wayne is Batman. So their plan has immediately failed. But anyway, Kitka goes to Wayne Manor, talks to Bruce Wayne, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're talking about threats made against her. And Bruce Wayne takes the opportunity to go to go on a date. He's going to go on a date with Kitka. And then Robin and Alfred are going to follow them. And hopefully the criminals will be drawn out and capture Kika. Honestly, this whole sequence, this whole date sequence is incredibly stale for me. This whole thing grinds the film to a halt. Like, one of my main problems with this movie, because it's not perfect. It's really good, but it's not perfect. One of my major problems with it is that the pacing is incredibly uneven. And this is why. This is why. This whole sequence is why that pacing becomes uneven. Because it just, it just completely stalls. It stalls in place. Because they do this whole date sequence that is, I don't want to say boring, but incredibly lackluster by comparison of the rest of the film. But whatever, this happens. Bruce and Kit Cub have their date. Robin and Alfred are following them. Robin's getting uncomfortable and turning off the hidden cameras to give them their privacy, even though this is clearly not a privacy deal. Like, Robin's just an idiot. Idiot! He's an idiot for doing that. He's a freaking idiot! Uh, he does come up with this clever ruse, though, uh, for Commissioner Gordon to turn on the bat signal and thinking they're rushing to respond, uh, the criminals will attack. The criminals will strike. And they do. Penguin, Joker, Riddler, not Catwoman. Really should be suspicious right there. Uh, Penguin, Joker, Riddler all come to Kitka's apartment and kidnap Kitka and Bruce Wayne. And Robin does nothing because, oh, I need to give them their privacy. Yeah. The entire point of this mission, you had one job. You had one friggin' job. I don't care if they're, like, fully naked on the couch having sex. You had one job, and that was to watch them. Watch them the entire time. And you couldn't do that. Because, you know, they need their privacy. No! Their privacy got them kidnapped, you idiot! Their privacy got them kidnapped, you moron. Jesus. So, Bruce is kidnapped. He's under the belief that Kitka's kidnapped as well, even though he never sees Catwoman and Kitka in the same place at the same time, and they look suspiciously alike. You'd think that'd be enough. Think that'd be enough for him to know something's wrong. 
Uh, Bruce wakes up in the United Underworld headquarters and is like, I need to see Kitka. And then they just kind of are like, okay, you can see Kitka. They blindfold him. They just take him around the room uh, in circles pretty much until Catwoman's ready as Kitka. And they just shove him in the room with her. They're listening in and blah, 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 blah. After Bruce has a conversation with Kitka, uh, he breaks free and escapes. Uh, punches his way out of the headquarters. Uh, so he's free. He's about to. Uh, not about to. He goes back to Wayne Manor. And is like, okay, Dick, uh, you're an idiot. You got me kidnapped, but we're going to go back and stop them and save Kitka. So they suit up as Batman and Robin. They go to the hideout above the bar. They do the bat rope thing. They're walking up the wall. Batman and Robin are having a conversation of how drinking's bad. Don't drink, kids. Uh, oh, also, it's worth mentioning. I never brought this up at any point. Schmidlap has no idea that he's been kidnapped. Joker keeps coming in and giving him, and giving him tea. He's set up in a cell that's like the captain's quarters or the guest quarters or whatever. And he has like a whole set all designed to prevent Schmidlap from realizing that he's a prisoner. And it's really stupid. Uh, The reason why I bring that up is they've moved him. They've moved everyone away. And... They've set in motion some plans. A plan for Batman of dehydrating five guinea pigs with Commodore Schmidlap's dehydrator. Taking all the water away from them, bringing them uh, to piles of dust, because that's definitely what the human body is without water. That's definitely accurate. So a plan is being put into motion uh, I completely forgot that, that was a thing. I'm an idiot. But anyway, Batman and Robin go up the side of the building. At one point, someone sticks their head out and is like, you're right, there is someone walking on the wall. Uh, they get to the roof of the place. They look into the window of the United Underworld headquarters. And no one's there. Penguin, Joker, Catwoman, Riddler, everyone's gone. Only thing there... Is a comically large bomb. And it is this point. It is at this point that we commence. The funniest scene. In any movie ever. The famous. Iconic almost at this point. Bomb scene. Batman picks up the bomb. And immediately goes to dispose of it. He can't though. He's come up with blockages all around. A band goes down to, into, into the tavern. Everyone leaves except for two fat ladies who think their meal is more important than their lives for some reason. Uh, goes into the streets, runs into nuns, a baby, band again, uh, two people kissing in a boat, a man carrying a tank of some sort. Band again, nuns again, baby again, ducks. <laughs> Freaking ducks. <laughs> and it is this point. It is at this point that the funniest line of any movie ever is uttered. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Some days. You just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> and he says it so matter-of-factly, too. Uh, and he's running across the dock, and we just see explosion! And Robin runs up after he had been sent away. He's like, Batman! Batman, where are you? And Batman just pops up, and is just like, It's okay, Robin, I'm alive. He just barely managed to get rid of the bomb and shield himself with those iron pipes. In like a split second. Not sure how he managed that. But whatever. But then after the bomb explodes. 
<clears throat> after the bomb explodes, the penguin shows up in an incredibly unconvincing disguise as Commodore Schmidtlap. And it's even unconvincing by Batman the movie standards, or by Batman 1966. Excuse me. It's completely unconvincing even by 1966 standards, because Batman and Robin immediately... (laughs) Batman and Robin are immediately like, oh, it's a penguin, obviously. Like, they're not fooled for a second. Uh, they want to do a fingerprint thing, but Penguin has, like, plastic-coated fingertips, so they can't. And so they're like, well, we have no choice. But bring Penguin to the Batcave and do a retinal eye pattern test thing. So they gas Penguin uh, for transport to the Batcave. Then they get to the Batcave, they do uh, Batwake, and Penguin's like, I'm still Commodore Schmidtlap, but I'm I'm laughing like Penguin. So Batman and Robin are still entirely unconvinced. They're setting up the test, and Penguin brings out uh, the five vials of the dehydrated guinea pigs. By the way, if you haven't figured it out, their plan is to dehydrate the members of the World Security Council. Anyway, he's going to rehydrate the five vials with the drinking water dispenser. But he accidentally shifts it from light water to heavy water, which I'm pretty sure is not a thing, but it is in this universe. So... Starts the drinking water dispenser, unaware he accidentally changed it to heavy, which they use to recharge their atomic pile. And they all rehydrate, and they're about to fight, but then, at the first impact, they all disappear. They were left in an unstable condition, and were... Transformed into antimatter, meaning they won't be coming back. R.I.P. Five guinea pigs who never actually had names at any point in this film. <laughs> we will remember you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Now Batman is like, I apologize, Commodore Schmidtlap. It's clear you've been brainwashed. And I was like, Wait, what? And Penguin's like, wait, what? No one knows what's going through Batman's head. And and Batman's like, another whiff of bat gas and we'll all return to the city. And so they do. And Batman's like, it's okay, Robin. I haven't lost my mind. Swallow this pill. <laughs> It, out of context, it sounds very, very wrong. (laughs) Uh, He swallows a pill, uh, they wake up Penguin, and then it appears they're having car troubles. So they pull over to check, and Penguin gasses them immediately, and steals his birdmobile. (laughs) So... Drives away in the Batmobile, and then Batman and Robin immediately get up and are like, Wow, it's great we took that anti-penguin gas pill. And so they go via Batcycle to the Batcopter. And they're tracking the Batmobile. Meanwhile, uh, Penguin, Joker, and Catwoman are like, Yeah, Penguin's probably failed. Let's send riddles! And this is the scene where Riddler's like, Riddles! I have to do riddles! <laughs> I must do riddles! Otherwise, there's no point in my existence! <laughs> and so, uh, everyone's mad at him, but he's doing riddles anyway. But the missile... That he uses to do the Riddler, the the Riddle skywriting, magically hits the Batcopter completely at random, 
and they're going down, they're gonna crash, and they're celebrating on the sub because they killed Batman Robin, and then they magically land on foam rubber, and are magically okay. Not sure that's how anything works, but whatever. Uh, Batman and Robin decipher the riddles and are like, they're going to target the United World Security Council. And so they run across the city because they're in peak physical condition. They're in peak physical condition. I know words. I can talk. And they're running, they're running, they're running. They visibly look tired. Jesus Christ, they are way out of shape. (laughs) They are not in peak physical condition at all. At one point, Robin gets a side stitch, and it's visibly like, oh, oh my god. Robin's like me, running the mile back in high school. It's just like, oh, oh my god, I can't do this. This is torture, god. (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, some asshole gym teacher is yelling at him like, Come on! Don't be a little bitch! Just run faster! Ah! Meanwhile, he's just like, uh-huh. I'm done with the mile. How long did that take me? Five hours? Okay. That explains why it's dark out. Uh, I'm going to go home now. Uh, uh, And then collapses. I may have exaggerated the details about that a little bit. (laughs) So, Batman and Robin arrive at the the United World Organization building. uh, Which, by the way, everyone else is already there. Uh, Penguin arrived ahead of time and gassed all the security guards. Catwoman, Joker, and Riddler went up in a abandoned service elevator. And they've all dehydrated the security council, who, by the way, can only yell at each other. And their dust, as opposed to the guinea pigs who are all gray, their dust is colored. They're in colored dust piles. And in case you were wondering, I did look closely while watching this movie. I did not think about this before the day. De- before today. Yes. The Japanese guy's dust is yellow. <laughs> Racist! <laughs> oh, God. How? How does that even work? <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin do bump into them in the hallway and are like, Stop, you criminals! And then Catwoman's like, don't come any closer. Miss Kitka, who I've never been in the same room as, dies. If you come one step closer. I wanted, what I really wanted to happen is for Batman to come closer and for Catwoman to be like, oh, God damn it. And then just stab herself in the chest like, Bleh. I warned you. Bleh. That's what I wanted to happen desperately. Unfortunately, it never did, though. What a shame. Uh, But the criminals get away. Batman and Robin are like, oh, no, they have the security council. Uh, But they get in the Batboat for one last desperate pursuit. Uh, Batman, or not Batman, Penguin, Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, they're all in the submarine swimming away. And they're celebrating. They're about to give, like, ransom demands of $1 billion from each country. Do they mean each country from the United World Security Council? Or do they mean each country in general? Because if they mean each country on the Security Council, they're only going to get $9 billion. But if they mean each country in general, holy crap, how many countries are there? There's, like, a million of them. They'll get a million billion. Do they want nine billion or a million billion? It's very unclear. But whatever. Uh, Batman and Robin are in pursuit of them. And they see in the submarine that they're in pursuit of them. So 
They're like, let's use torpedoes with them. Let's fire torpedoes at them. They fire their torpedoes at them. And Batman and Robin are like, okay, whatever. Bat charges. Boom. Boom. And then everyone's on the, everyone on the submarine is freaking out because they used bat charges. That means there'll be more of those things meant for us. And Batman and Robin are like, okay, let's take this sub out, or force it to surface, rather. Boom! 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 For like a minute. Boom! 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 Here comes the boom! Starring Kevin James! (laughs) Underrated film, by the way. Actually enjoyed that. <laughs> but uh yeah, they're firing bat charges, they're taking on water. Catwoman's freaking out because cats don't like water. And then they're like, okay, surface! Surface! And Batman and Robin are like, okay, they've had enough. Boom! One more for good measure! Okay, they've had enough. They didn't do that, but I kinda wanted them to. Uh but <laughs> They surface, Batman and Robin board the sub. Penguin, Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, and all their goons come out. And there's... That's not quite all, folks. <laughs> they get into a big fight. Boom, bam, pow. Uh, at one point, villains literally jump in the water. They try to make it look like they were thrown in, but they're clearly just jumping into the water. And there's like sploosh, splat, kerplop, bloosh at one point, I think, I saw. <laughs> there's some really absurd ones in this movie that uh, I'm forgetting right now because I'm an idiot. But anyway, they all jump into the water, or sorry, are pushed into the water. Except for Catwoman, Batman and Robin tie up everyone in the water, and then they go up the ropes onto the submarine, back onto the submarine. Uh, They go below deck, capture Catwoman, who is then revealed to be Kitka. And Batman stares off into space for a second, and is like, oh. And then Robert's like, hey, you okay, dude? And Batman's like, It's just one of those things in the life of any crime fighter. It means nothing. Slap on the back cuffs. (laughs) He just brushes that off. He brushes that off like it's nothing. He just doesn't care. Like, what? (laughs) Doesn't matter at all. Excuse me for that. Had to cough. Had something in my throat for the last 15 minutes. It was annoying me. But anyway, Batman sees the dust vials of the United World Security Organization that were teetering on the edge of this table. And by the way, while the bat charges were going off, it would occasionally cut to the vials, and they absolutely should have fallen. They absolutely 100% should have fallen, but they didn't. And Batman grabs them very gently. And then Commodore Schmidtlap comes out and is like, The service on this yacht sucks. Where's my tea? And what is this? What is this? Why are there people dressed in strange costumes on my boat? What is happening here? And then he trips with the vials, breaks all the vials, and then sneezes like an idiot. Like an idiot. Let it be known. Commodore Schmidtlap destroyed the world. Commodore Schmidtlap is the architect of this global upheaval. With his knocking over vials and sneezing dust everywhere. So now we get this. Tense. Legitimately tense, actually. Like, there's no comedy to be had in this last scene at all. It's, like, legitimately, like, 
It legitimately puts you on edge. It's insane. So there's this scene where Batman and Robin are trying to separate out the dust. They separate out the dust, and then they're ready to rehydrate. They do this as the whole world watches, by the way. Literally the whole world. They put them all in position on the table, and they slowly, slowly turn on the faucet. Slowly rehydrate. They make it painfully clear, by the way, that this is uh, soft water, light water, instead of the heavy water. So they won't be in an unstable condition this time. Slowly rehydrate. And there's like a solid 30 seconds where nothing happens. It's complete silence. And it's legitimately like the most on pins and needles I've ever been watching a film as dumb as this. It's insane how tense these final moments are. And they all get rehydrated. Yay! But their minds have been scrambled. So now they're all speaking languages they're not supposed to be speaking. And Batman and Robin are like, uh, yeah, we meant to do that. This'll go a long way to achieve world peace. This was totally our plan. Run away! (laughs) Go out the window! Go, 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 go! We fucked up! We fucked up and they know it! Run! They'll forget about this when we go back to the show! It'll be okay! Just for now, run while the credits are rolling! And that's it, it's over. (laughs) This movie's so good. It's really, really good. I love it so much. Like, such a... Such a huge part of both uh, my own childhood, my own perception of Batman, my own introduction to Batman, and also such a huge part of Batman cinema. Remember, this is the first Batman movie. Nothing that comes after it. Uh, The 89 film, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Batman v Superman, The Batman, coming soon. None of those films would exist if it wasn't for this. If it wasn't for this film coming out and being as solid as it was. So, yay! That being said, I'm ready to go back to the show now. Uh, If you liked this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Uh, You can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Uh, Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge us a dollar a month. I appreciate Everything I get through there. Uh, on Monday, we bleh, on Monday we will return to the show itself, discussing season two, episode one. Talk to you then.